0: You're listening to The Paul Hetchings Podcast, brought to you by PaulHutchings.net, teaching you to be free through principle-centered lessons on personal development, online marketing, and financial literacy. and fellow freedom crusaders this is paul hutchings and we are in episode 13 of the paul hutchings podcast and of course as i am in every episode i'm super excited about the content that you're going to have the opportunity to partake of today and the title of this episode is let me actually introduce it by asking you a question how would it be if you could set up a pipeline Of traffic leads and sales that never ends so in other words imagine you could log into your email inbox on a daily basis and every day you log in you see new leads new prospects and even new sales notifications showing up for your business would that be exciting well if so then this episode is going to be especially valuable for you because that's what we're going to talk about how to set up a pipeline of traffic leads and sales that never ends And of course i got to introduce the content today with a story of how i actually became the number one producer the number one earner in my nutritional network marketing company and of course this story directly relates to the content that I'm going to share with you today. So back in the day when I first got started building my business from home, I was told that I should make a list of all my friends and family and contact them and invite them to meetings and do one on one sales appointments, which I did. And that definitely did produce sales. But it wasn't until I discovered the power of the internet that I created for myself a situation where on a daily basis, I had people calling me, emailing me, texting me with the following, hey Paul, I saw your video on the internet. I'm ready to get started. I guess all I need is the application. (laughs) I was getting messages like this all day long, every day for quite a long period of time. And it was that particular thing that catapulted me to number one recruiter and number one earner status in the company that I'm referencing in this story. And so in this episode, I'm going to tell you exactly how I did that. And in the process, I wanna give you some tips for how you can potentially replicate what I did to do that to build whatever business you might happen to be building. So, long story short, what I did was I created a blog post and also a YouTube video for the company that I was in. So, I did a few little things to make it so my blog post and my YouTube video showed up on the very first page of Google high in the search engine results and also on the very first page of YouTube high in the search engine results. And what happened was so many reps in my company were out there in the marketplace telling people about our company, telling people about the products and services, posting flyers in parking lots, doing advertisements everywhere that there was a huge number of people that, number one, became aware of our company, got a little interested in it, but then wanted to go to Google or YouTube to find out more information to kind of make sure this was something that they wanted to do. And so when they did that, they found my content and ended up joining me in my business because I was able to position myself right at the right spot where the best people were going to be looking for the information and the business that I had to offer them all of this was accomplished through search engine optimization so in this episode I'm going to share with you some things that I've learned after over a decade of doing this kind of thing in the hopes that you can at least understand what this is on a basic level And then once you understand it, you can decide whether or not this is something that you wanna implement in your business. And if it is something that you wanna implement in your business, I wanna give you some important tips that I think can really help you be more successful with this. So search engine optimization is basically just doing whatever you need to do to your content, whether it be a blog post, a page, a YouTube video, to make sure that that content shows up high in the search engines when people look for it. And when you do search engine optimization, there are two groups that you have to keep in mind. These are two groups that we want to make sure we're thinking about so that we can please them when we create our content and do whatever it is we need to do to move that content higher in the search engines. The first thing we need to think about or group or crowd that we want to please, if you will, is the Google or the search engine algorithm. Whenever we create a piece of content, the search engines have this algorithm which is basically just a bunch of computer programs that run behind the scenes. And we need to make sure that when we create our content that we do what we need to do to speak to the algorithm so that the algorithm knows that A, this is a relevant piece of content and B, this is a good piece of content and it gives the searcher what they're looking for. So we gotta think about that. And the second group or target that we want to think about and please is the readers or the searcher. I guess a searcher would be a better way to categorize this second group because a searcher can be looking for written text, a searcher can also be looking for uh, video content. And so when we create content, not only do we have to be aware of the algorithm, but we also have to be aware of the people that are going to be consuming our content. And here's an interesting little tip or hint or something to think about. The search engine's algorithm, their goal is to please the searcher. So if you make it your goal when you create your content to please the searcher, you will in essence be pleasing both the searcher and the algorithm. And that's just going to continue to work over time because again, the search engine's goal is to please the searcher. The search engine wants to give the searcher the information that they're looking for because when they do that, the searcher is happy and that's what their entire business model is based off of. Now, it's not perfect, it hasn't been perfect because the algorithm is based on computer programs but it is getting better and better and better at determining what is good content per the searchers evaluation so just keep those two things in mind we're thinking about the algorithm and we're also thinking about the searcher the number one thing that i would do differently today from what i learned over the last 10 years that i wasn't doing when i first got started is this i would spend time to create quality content and the reason I would do this is because when I first got started I was just interested in getting rankings I just wanted to get my content up high so I could get the traffic so that I could get the clicks so that I could get the leads so that I could get the sales so on and so forth and what I noticed happen over time with some of that content is I did get a quick hit I did get some quick leads but then over time as Google and the other search engines discovered that the content that I created was short term and it wasn't super high quality, I noticed those rankings go down and down and down over time. And so in this episode, we're talking about creating a never ending pipeline, a pipeline that once we build it, it feeds us traffic leads and sales that never ends. In order to do that, we have to spend time to create a quality piece of content that will please and inform and serve the searcher, not just today, but far off into the future. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this when I get to the end of the episode, but a few things to hit before we get into some of the specifics and this one I've already touched on, but I'm going to say it again, quality content that serves and lasts. That's the number one thing we got to think about when creating content for the search engines. Number two, the content that you rank can be a post on a blog it can be a page on a blog, it could be a one-page page page that you put on a domain and it doesn't even have any other pages on it, it can be a YouTube video, all of that content can rank well on Google, so everything I'm going to be talking about in this episode can apply equally well to any of those types of content, okay? So that's the second thing. The third thing that I would encourage you to do before deciding whether or not you are going to create a piece of content to rank on the search engines is number one, spend a little bit of time looking at what's already on the search engines. Maybe look at the first page results and the second page results and ask yourself, can I produce something that is better than what's found on these first couple of pages? Can I create something that is more comprehensive, better explained, more easily digestible that someone could find answers to quickly on my post or my piece of content versus having to scan through the first couple pages of Google? And if the answer to that is yes, then you've touched on perhaps a great keyword to create your content around. And that's another little tip when we're thinking about creating content for the internet this is based all upon key words. So with this strategy, you're not just looking to create a post or a video on whatever it is you feel excited to create the post about at the moment. No, what you're doing is you're reverse engineering demand. So what you can do is discover which keywords people are looking for right now. You can even get an idea of how many people on a daily, weekly, monthly basis are looking for these keywords. This is called demand. And there are tools out there you can buy. There are free tools. The Google AdWords keyword tool is great for doing this. It's 100% free. And you can go put in different keywords that are centered around the target market that you wanna target. And then you can get an idea hey, before I create this piece of content, I wanna make sure that there are people who are actually looking for this keyword. Okay, that's really important. And then, of course, the last uh, tip before we get into the specific strategies produce content for the reader first and foremost. And then we'll come back around and kind of optimize for uh, the search engines so when it comes down to creating your content as i have mentioned you want to produce content for your reader first and foremost and essentially what you want to do is you want to say if i was the person getting on google or youtube and typing in this keyword what would i like to find and if you can create a piece of content that gives them exactly that you've really hit the mark with a blog post or a written page, if you can make that page long, not unnecessarily long, but informatively long, where you maybe look at all of the different posts on page one and page two and you say, okay, this first post has some information and the third ranking has some more information and then back on page two, there's some other information. Why don't I aggregate that into one comprehensive epic post that's going to help you a ton with serving the reader and also creating quality content. So spend some time to create some quality content before you do any optimization. And then what you wanna do is you wanna get into the search engine optimization part of the process. And this is broken down into two pieces. Number one, number one, there's what's known as on-page optimization. And number two, there's what's known as off-page optimization. And on page optimization is nothing more than what you do on the page for the content you've created. If it's a blog post, we're talking about the blog post itself. If it's a website, we're talking about the website that has the page on it that you're wanting to rank. If we're talking about a YouTube video, we're talking about the page that YouTube gives you that you put the video on. Okay on page so anything we do with on page is addressing the content and the way that it's organized and described on the page that we control okay here are some things to consider when you're on page optimizing your content number one keyword what is the keyword you're targeting once you find out the keyword that you're targeting that's your focus you're not trying to rank for five or ten or fifteen different keywords now you will likely rank for other keywords over time as long as you're focusing on targeting one specific keyword and then also creating content that's comprehensive you will start to rank for other keywords but for the purposes of ranking you want to be laser focused on the keyword that you are targeting okay now once you've identified your keyword the next thing we want to ask is where on the page can I put the keyword so that the Google and other search engine algorithms know that this content is meant to answer this question about this keyword, right? You want to give them indicators, you want to give them signs. It's like the algorithm is looking out there on the internet and it's trying to figure out, okay, I know all these people are looking for ABC, XYZ keywords, where is the content that helps this searcher get answers to the questions around this keyword. And so if you can, with your content, hold up some signs and say, over here, this piece of content is about this keyword, then your content is much more likely to be found by the algorithms and ranked in the search engines. The way that we hold up the signs is we take the keyword and we put it in places like the URL. If this is a blog post, you can easily put the keyword in the URL of the post. That's the web address, right? So whatever your domain is, when you create the post, you can set it to have the title of your post be set as the URL. And if you put the keyword in the title, which is another place we can put the keyword to on-page optimize the content, then your keyword is now going in the title and it's also going in the URL. So now the algorithm says, oh, this web domain over here, it has the keyword in the actual web address. That's a sign. Oh, look at this page. It has the keyword in the title. Oh, there's another sign. This might be a good piece of content. And you just move on down the line with all of the things on the page that you have control over that you can weave the keyword too. Another one would be the page description, where when you type in a keyword and the results pop up, there's a little snippet of text that shows up under the post. That's a description of the page that you have the ability to write a little introduction to and as you're writing the little introduction to your content, you can make sure and include your keyword in that description. We've mentioned already the title of your post, but there are also headlines on your page. Another thing you can do to on-page optimize your post is to put headlines on the page to chunk up your content. And then within the headlines, that will be a different font and emphasis than the rest of the text on your page you can weave your keywords into the titles or the headlines on that page. The next place you wanna weave your keyword is all throughout the content. So if you're just writing to please your reader and you're keeping in mind that your reader is looking for specific keyword, make sure and write that keyword all throughout your content. Again, that's another sign that lets the algorithms know that your content is serving the searcher for that particular keyword. And then the last one to pay attention to to when you're on page optimizing is you want to pay attention to any images that you put on the page when you put images on the page there is metadata associated with the image and in WordPress you can see this easily by just opening up the image and you'll see a bunch of settings so there will be a name of the image there will be an alternate text displayed for the image so if for whatever reason your image doesn't load what text as the browser display to the viewer that's an alt text and there's also a description of the image this is another place that you can scatter your keyword uh, into the metadata of the post or the page or the youtube video so that the algorithms know what your content is about so that's on page optimization and really all you need to know is that you want to pay attention to this and know what your keyword is and just spend a little bit of time giving the algorithms those road signs, those flashing billboards by putting your keyword in as many places through your metadata that you can and that will help a ton with on-page optimization so once you've on-page optimized your content the next step is to off-page optimize your content well Paul what is off-page optimization off-page it refers to everything that happens off your page on other people's websites and off-page optimization really boils down to a popularity contest so if people like your content, oftentimes what they will do is they will link to your content from maybe a website that they own. If they like your content, they will share your content on social media. So again, these are examples of what's happening off of your page on someone else's page but all the while these are indicators to the algorithms that wow people really like this content so now as the algorithm you know what this content is about because it's been on page optimized but you don't know if people like it when people start sharing it on social media and they start linking to it from other places now they start to know that people actually like this content And they're going to rank your content higher in the search engine if it thinks that your content is relevant and if it thinks that your content is popular. And so we can have some effect on some of this stuff. As I mentioned, there, there are links. Um, so you can get links from other websites back to your post and that's a sign that you're winning the popularity contest. And when it comes to link building, couple of things to keep in mind as I mentioned earlier on the algorithms are getting smarter and smarter and smarter and it's a little bit harder to quote unquote game the system than it used to be so what you want to do when you're building links back to your content is you want to keep two things in mind number one authoritative links so all that simply means is that if you get a link from a website that was just created yesterday that's not going to have as much value in the search engine's eyes as a link from a website that was created 10 years ago, right? If there's a website that's been around for 10 years and it's updated constantly and furthermore, if that link is a more authoritative link or a more more authoritative website, say from like a news website or a government website or an educational institution website, those links are going to carry more value so just be aware of that when you're building links not all links are worth the same and there is something called authority that the search engines tend to pay attention to the second thing you want to think about when building links is you want to think about relevance so The search engines, as I mentioned, are getting better and better and better at understanding natural human language. What that means is if I create a post that's on dog training and I get a link to my post from a website that is about underwater basket weaving, the search engines are now smart enough to know that, wow, why would a website on underwater basket weaving be linking to a site on dog training? So as much as you can, if you can get links from websites that have content that is relatively similar to yours, that's what's called a relevant link. And that should help in your ability to cause your content to rise in the search engine rankings. Now, last few things I wanted to cover are just some few simple things you can do to take this into your own hands uh, rather than wait and hope that other people will link to your content so on and so forth number one thing you can do is you can write blog comments on other people's content that are targeting the same keyword that you might be targeting so say for example i created a new blog post on xyz company review i create my post I on-page optimize it like we've talked about in this episode then what I would do is I would go to Google and I would search my keyword XYZ company review and then I would look through the first couple of pages and I would find websites that created content like mine and I would literally read their content and then leave a comment at the very bottom a thoughtful comment not a spam comment but a thoughtful comment. And when you do that, a lot of times the commenting system will allow you to put a link to your website in the comment submission. And so what you can do is you can take the link from your content that you just created and you put that as your website for your comment. And when you submit it and it gets accepted, Bingo you have a link from a relevant piece of content back to your piece of content and sometimes I've done this and just did it a few times and bam that's all I needed to get a a high ranking. That's one thing you can do. Another thing you can do is uh, social media shares. So you can share your content on your social media network. You can find Facebook groups that are congregated around this particular piece of content. You can share it in a social media group. If you have a blog post, you can make sure that you have social media share buttons on your post so that other people might share it. That can help increase your search engine rankings. Another thing you can do, you can utilize what's called a private blog network, and this is nothing more than a list of blogs that you have access to, so you can go write an article on that blog, and why would you wanna do that? Well, you're creating a new piece of content, and while you're creating that new piece of content, you can include a link in that new piece of content back to the content that you want to rank in the search engine, okay? private blog network and um, those are really cool. Those are really effective. I know high level search engine optimizers that own and build out their own blog networks. So they'll own 50 to 100 or more domains. They'll install blogs on them all for the purpose of having the ability to write an article on those blogs and then link back to whatever content they are wanting to rank. Another thing you can do, I actually haven't used this as much, but I know it's popular press releases. There are sites out there where you can pay a little bit of money and have your content submitted to a press release site and what they do is they will push that content out to various online news media outlets and link back to whatever link you give them that points to your original content, okay? so. These things I've talked about do apply to written content. They also apply to YouTube videos. The only difference I would add with YouTube videos is YouTube videos can also be embedded on other people's websites. So if you have a private blog network and you take the time to write a little piece of written content, you can now embed your YouTube video in that page And that is a great indicator to the algorithms that, wow, this video is so good that other people are embedding it on their websites. And this can help a ton with improving your rankings in the search engines. And if you do this right, my friend, you can create content that lives at the top of the search engines so that every day as people are searching for answers to their questions, they're always finding your content. And while they're consuming your content, they're being redirected to your lead capture page. And that's what produces a consistent, never ending flow of traffic leads and sales. The last thing I wanna mention as we close out this episode is I would like to just revisit strategy a little bit. So I mentioned at the first part of the episode that the one thing I would do different now that is different from what I did when I first got started is I would take time to create high quality content. And that is absolutely the truth. And the other thing that I would do is I would also take the time to do whatever I needed to do to off-page optimize that content so that it would show up in the search engines rather than moving on to a new piece of content. And this requires patience. So what does this look like? Well, back in my example where I created the post in the YouTube video that helped me to become the number one producer in my network marketing company, what I did with those posts is I not only created them, but after I created them, I said to myself, these are high value keywords for what I'm doing. And so it is going to be worth it to me to spend time daily for as long as it takes to do what I need to do to get this content to show up in the search engines. And as I recall, I spent probably about a month on that content every day, building a backlink here, building a couple backlinks here, getting it in bed here. And over 30 days after sticking with that and being consistent, my content was stuck to the very top of the search engines and that created a flood of new business. So what you wanna do is avoid the temptation to create a piece of content and then rush off and start on a new keyword or start off on another piece of content. Take the time necessary to accomplish the goal. And the goal is to get your content high in the search engines. And sometimes that can take a little bit of time, but the payoff is worth it. So that's it, my friend. Hopefully this has been a value to you. And I want to close out by saying, whatever you do, always go for your dreams. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Paul Hutchings podcast. I love you. I believe in you. I know you've got greatness within you. Get out there make it a great day. Take action, go for your dreams, and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care and bye for now. Hey there, my friend, this is Paul Hutchings. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope this has been a great investment into your better future. To make sure that you don't miss out on future episodes and bonus content, please visit paulhutchings.net and click the podcast link in the menu bar to subscribe. Thanks again for listening and whatever you do, always go for your dreams.